0: Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Hey friends, welcome to another Wednesday night. I hope you're enjoying this weather. Hope you get a chance to get outside and get a little fresh air. It's really good to see that we're having this kind of weather. So, Amen. It's got through the winter, getting on with what uh, what we need to like, what we really like, nicer weather. Uh, last week I talked to you about started a, a little series here, a mini series called the Prosperous Soul, and talking about if you want if you want to succeed with what God has for you in this life, you want to do all He wants you to do, and be all you He wants you to be. You gotta you gotta have a prosperous soul, and the the number one thing that helps your uh your your soul is to renew your mind because it's your soul is made up of your mind your will your emotions that's, at least that's what they tell me <laughs> the theologians uh pay me pastor scott but uh no that's that's what it comes down to your mind your will your emotions and and it's important if we don't have a renewed mind you can be born again and uh and and not live the kind of life that God wants you to live but Paul tells us over in romans twelve two that we're transformed or from the old way of life, uh, be not conformed to this world, in other words, but be transformed by the continual renewing of your mind. And that's an everyday thing. That's not just a, a one-time thing. Well, I went to church and, you know, and I've done this and this and this, but have you renewed your mind? Because it's a continual renewal of the mind. I mean, you know, you can forget things real easy. And, uh, you know, in order to be successful in the kingdom, I'm just going to review a few things. You need to renew your mind to what the Bible says. If we're the big successful, to live in God's will on earth, we must be transformed by the renewing of our mind. I like what I said here, live on your own, you are on your own. To the degree you allow God in your life is the degree he can work in your life. I mean, you know, he's not going to force himself on you. He's always wanting us to come to him. He's always wanting us, wooing us in that direction. But we don't have to. We're free moral agents. We can do what we want. And many times we do, and we find out later that it wasn't what we should have been doing. So it's important that we renew our mind on a regular basis and, and know that God's uh, for us at all times. See, renewing your mind says the old way of thinking. Paul, don't you know that Paul, when he was on the road to Damascus, and he was, he was God, or Jesus uh, appeared to him, and after that he was, I mean, he was full out for the kingdom of God. But he, it said he went, I think, back in the, in the back part of the desert or somewhere for 14 years, listening to what the Holy Spirit was telling him, renewing his mind. Why? So he could preach uh, all that rest of that time and write in this Bible. This is what we read in the Bible in, the, in Paul's letters. And, and be able to do what God told him to do. If he'd have never done that, if he'd have never renewed his mind to what God said, we would have never read about Paul. Now, God, I'm sure, would have had somebody else but he had Paul, didn't he? So it goes on to say it, other things. Uh, we talked about the prodigal son and I'm just looking at some of my notes here. We talked about the prodigal son, uh, how he went out and did his own thing, a riotous living. Why? Because he he was in it, he wanted to do his own thing. How many of you know we can get uh, caught doing our own thing and, and get in trouble a lot of the times? You know, I don't know young people many times, I was one like that. I wanted to do what I want to do, even though my dad and many times my dad and mom would tell me, now, son, don't be doing that. I'd go do it and end up getting in trouble or, or didn't be successful, in other words. So we got to know in order to be successful, we need to know what God says. Now, I talked about the will. How many of you know that your will is really important because you can will to do things even when you don't even feel like it? And it's important. See, and I read this, I will serve the Lord. How many of you know it's? Make your will. Say, I will serve the Lord. Well, I, I don't like that. I don't like this and I don't like that. No, I'm going to serve the Lord. As as it said and Joshua said, as for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. Make that your goal. Make that your uh, decree. Make that your decree. I will serve the Lord. I will renew my mind. You know, I don't know about you. I, Sunday afternoon, I sat there and went home. I, we got home I about One thirty or so, and I started watching a golf match, and between sleeping and watching a golf match, I just basically didn't do much all day. You know, I thought later, I could have been doing something more constructive. I mean, even though it's easier sometimes to to sit down and do nothing, and and that's what the enemy wants you to do, is sit and do nothing. But when you begin to say, I will renew my mind, I will read my Bible, I'll attend church, even when, you know, Sometimes you feel, don't always feel like getting up and coming to church. Well, get up and come to church anyway, you know, because when you're here, God needs you here. We need you here. I mean, you say God doesn't need me there. Yes, he does, because you have gifts and talents and abilities that somebody else needs. So I will be obedient. That's the harder one. That's the harder one. When God speaks, be obedient. Amen. Then I talked about five things to changing and growing prosperity in our soul. Become aware of what we really think and believe. I mean, you know, that's important. What do we really think and believe? Well, we need to know the Bible. The truth is in this Bible. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. But that's only if you're disciplined to get into the Bible. Become aware of how God wants me to think. You know, God wants us to think good thoughts about ourselves, or what he says about us. I mean, you know, it's more important to know what he says about us and begin to say it for ourselves than what somebody else says. That's the most important thing because there's always somebody, sometimes they might even consider themselves a friend that will detract you and pull you down and discourage you. But Lord, the Lord never does that. He always encourages and says, come on, you can do what I told you to do and be who I told you to be. Practice the thoughts of God until they are our, our own thoughts. How many of you know, if you practice his word over and over and over, we had a testimony at prayer the other night, uh, of, and I won't go into all the details, but as soon as a person had a problem with some, uh, some things in their own life, and, and all of a sudden, the spirit, uh, uh, a scripture welled up in their, their, uh, their mind, and they spoke it out, and a peaceful and calm came over the whole situation. We need to be able to do that. Live the thoughts of God in everyday life. His word is his thoughts. Amen? So we need to know those things for ourselves. Now tonight, I wanna just continue on a little bit. Uh, Tonight's called the the prosperous soul, true wealth, building wealth in our soul, building wealth in our life. Amen? For our family, how many of you know God wants us to be successful in everything? He didn't want us to be down here busted, disgusted, and broke and and having busted up relationships and not not doing well. He wants us to be uh, uh, successful in everything, in everything we do. And that's why he's given us the power to do that. Over in 3 John 2, you know this scripture. We read it last week, we'll be probably read it a couple more weeks. But it, Paul's pr- uh, praying for his friend there, and he's saying this to his friend, but praying for his friend, but he's also talking to us today, amen? The Bible is still speaking to uh, uh, people today, amen? Always has, always will. He said, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things, all things. I mean, he didn't—he didn't just uh, send his son to die and take all the, uh, the the things that he took upon himself, our sins, our sicknesses, our diseases, all the things, so we could just go to heaven. No, he took those so we could live a godly life, a prosperous life, here, right here on this earth. Amen. Now, I understand heaven's going to be even far better. Paul told us a similar thing to that. He said, I have a hard time considering what I want to stay or go on to be with Christ, which is far better. But the point is, he wants us to be successful on the earth so we can influence and bring others to that saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and show them the kingdom. Amen. So it says in all things and be in health. How many of you know he doesn't want us sick? He wants us healthy. Now you say, well, I know we get sick. Some people get sick. We all probably been sick, amen? But that's not his will. His will is that we walk in health and even as our soul is prosperous, our soul prospers. Amen, how many of you know if our soul doesn't prosper, uh, our lives won't prosper? our health probably won't be very good. Now, he also tells us how to uh, help bring the, uh, the kingdom into this earth, how to bring it to other people. It tells us over, over in Deuteronomy 8.18, he says, and you shall remember the Lord your God. How many of you know we need to remember the Lord our God? We don't do anything successful on this earth without him. Oh, it may look successful to the world, but true success is, and true wealth is not what the world says. It's what God thinks about it. Amen. For it is he who gives you power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant on the earth. Amen? Hey, listen, it takes money to get the gospel out. God doesn't want you broke. He doesn't want you in poverty. He wants you to be successful. But if your soul's not uh, prospering, your your finances won't prosper. I can guarantee you, it won't prosper. You'll, you'll send it down a rat hole somewhere. I remember years ago when we... Uh, worked for the railroad and there was another person that in fact he attended his church for a while and he used to make more money than sandy and i but we were tithers and givers and 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 he would never have money he would always it was always something was grabbing his money all the time amen well how many of you know we got one that will defend us and defend our finances if we'll do what he tells us to do he said remember the, the Lord, your God. In other words, don't forget God when you get wealthy. Don't forget God when you get money in your pocket. Go ahead and do what he calls us to do. Tithe, give offerings, support the gospel around the world. Amen? But God's power to get wealth is to establish his purpose, his covenant. True wealth comes out of the soul for every area of life, but not just for finances. True wealth is a part of the spirit, soul, body, finances, family, relationships, everything we do in life, God's will is for every person. How many of you know he wants every person to be successful? That's his will. His mercy is so wonderful that he wants everybody to succeed, even his worst enemies or what you would say are his worst enemies. Amen. If we hook up with the purposes of God, it's easy to receive the promises of God. How many of you know that? If he can get it through us, the old saying is money, whatever, love, whatever he's wanting to get through us to somebody else, he he can get it to us. Amen. Amen. Help people to know the Lord. That's one of his greatest purposes is to help people know him. Now in 2 Corinthians 8, 9, it says, for, you know, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich yet for our sakes, he became poor that you or me, you and me through his poverty might become rich. How many of you know he, he was rich? He came from heaven. <laughs> he wasn't like one of these local monarchies and local <laughs> that we see on TV all the time. He, he had everything that you could ever imagine. He was the son of God. He came to this earth, but he came here to make us rich, amen? We can go to heaven. How many of you know you're rich if you're on your way to heaven? But he took our sins so we wouldn't have to carry our sins. That's being rich. That's being poor for our sakes. He took our sickness so we wouldn't have to carry sickness. He took our poverty so we wouldn't have to carry poverty. How many of you know we, but in other words, he did everything for us. But you know what? It brings him no glory. It brings him no glory by not receiving and operating what he said he, he did, has done for us. Amen? What he has done for us. If What brings him glory is when we begin to operate in the promises and the blessings that he's bestowed upon us through that precious blood that he shed. Amen? Amen. He makes us healthy, wealthy, and wise. Listen, we're to think like the Lord says, we're to think, we're to believe like he says, we believe and obey like he says to obey. We're not just to get along, not just barely get along, Do nothing for the Lord. We're to renew our mind so we can prosper in our souls. I wrote down, be your best, rise to the top, be all the Lord said you can be. How many of you know we got a lot of people that have been born again? Some of them have received a baptism of the Holy Spirit, speak in tongues, but never successful. Why? They don't see themselves as God sees them. How many of you know it's important to know who you are in Christ? Know know that you've changed, (laughs) You've got a new ID, identification. Paul said he was Saul of Tarsus, but he became Paul the apostle and he lived his life totally different than when when he was Saul, didn't he? Well, we we can do that too if we renew our mind to those things. We prosper for his purposes. Easy, I wrote down, it's easy to give nothing when you have nothing. (laughs) Oh, I'll give it if I have it. Have you heard people say that before? Well, if I had a, a lot of money, I'd give to the kingdom. What are you giving now? Begin to give now. Give, give of, your, uh, of your finances, give of your time, give of your talents, give of your abilities, serve God, serve people. That's what he wants us to do. Love the Lord with all your heart, soul and mind, and, 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 and then love your neighbor as yourself. Well, how do you do that? You give of yourself to the the kingdom of God, to the things of God. Amen? For his purposes. So that's what we begin to do. Now, it goes on to say, begin to give all those things. There's three foundations for true wealth. This might be more. This is all I wrote down. So just go with that tonight, right? Is value what God values. What's important to God? Get in the Bible and you'll find out what's important to him is, is mankind. He wants to redeem mankind. That's what he sent Jesus for, is to redeem us from all sin, sickness, and eternal damnation. Isn't that right? Now, over in 1 Timothy 6, it says, do not love money. I mean, even though we don't need, shouldn't have to love money, but we shouldn't have to live without it either. Money is a tool. It takes money to, to, to uh, get the gospel out. Amen. You can go down here and stand on a street corner. Anybody can do that. Well, if you're going to facilitate giving to the poor, helping those that are down and out, if you're going to have a building like such as we have, if you're going to uh, have uh, the lights on, the heat and all that, and, and it, we have to do all that even to be able to preach or come here on Sunday, right? Or what? a and, and small group on Wednesdays now, but it takes money. And it takes money to, to finance the gospel around the world. That's why we love to give them to missionaries. They're doing a work around the world, amen? But it says, uh, for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, for which are, uh, have, some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and, and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. How I many of you know you can chase money? But what my dad used to say, it's here one day and gone the next, you better hold on to some of it. You know, don't be frivolous. But don't despise money either. I mean, don't despise it, but don't sell your soul your family and your faith for money. That's what he's saying. Now value what God's value. What you're most passionate about tells us what you you value the most. Where's your investment? You really wanna know about where people have been? Go back and look at what they've given in their life. Self, finances, talents, abilities to somebody else. When you value what God values, uh, God becomes your source. He becomes your source. Amen? Who has more control over your life? That's the Bible or your boss or your job. Choose God and his word. That's what, that's what we're to do. Now, be loyal to God. Forsake any ambition that compromises your commitment to God. Whatever that may be. What to do? What, what's, what happens if I don't have finances, I don't have abilities and stuff. Well, we don't quit. Jobs come and go, money comes and goes, but your family is your family, your church is your church, and your life is your life. So bless God in the midst of that. Trust him. Amen. Number 2, trust in the Lord to change things. Do not worry. Matthew 6:25. Do not worry about everyday things it talks about. You know, he gives it goes on to say that's in Matthew 6 Uh, when he talks about, he gives food for the birds and all that other stuff. And he clothes the flowers with beauty and all that. But he says, don't worry about that. But he says, what he does say this, what you need in life, if you want to know be successful in life, if you want to have things in life, here's what you do. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things that you need shall be added to you. Amen. Amen. He tells us, do, "Don't worry. Keep your mind focused on His promises. Worry is believing the words of the devil. That's what it is. Why am I telling you that? What's that got to do with your soul? It has everything to do with your soul, because your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions. How many, we? How many of you know today we live in a in a society that everything is on emotion. We can't say anything without somebody's emotions getting." taxed you know what i'm saying we live in an emotional society we shouldn't have to do that ourselves as christians we keep our there was an old song that used to I forget a lot of people have sung it he's the savior of my soul my jesus he saves our soul he helps us that's why we shouldn't keep our focus on the things of the world faith is believing the words of god and expecting them to come to pass we walk by faith not by sight amen so begin to give God all you have. Uh, the, uh, the next one is trust in the Lord. Proverbs five three five through 10. Trust in the Lord with what? All your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. He, honor the Lord with your possessions and the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. How many of you know when you tithe, give offerings, God will get that money to you. When, when you bless others with what you have, God will get you, uh, get what he needs to you so you can give again, amen? Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure pressed down, shaken together shall men give unto your bosom. Isn't that good news? That's good news. This is all about your soul being true wealth in your soul, being prosperous in your soul, amen? Thirdly, trust God's ability to turn things around. Don't give up. Whatever you're going through, don't give up tonight. <laughs> Listen, I uh, asked the other night at prayer meeting, I was listening to an old <clears throat> song by Danny Chambers, Says that we will see the glory. And he was talking about <laughs> the mountains of this world that will begin to melt like wax, In the presence of the lord and 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 you'll see his glory well how many of you know god still can take bad adverse situations and turn them around i read Ephesians uh uh 320 now him who is able to to uh change everything abundantly change everything with all even all we think or pray in jesus name i'm paraphrasing a little bit i'm getting ahead of myself a little bit as you might know because i always hurry through wednesday night don't have as much time but listen Whatever you're going through tonight, trust in his ability to change those things. Whatever mountain you're facing tonight, know this, it can melt like wax in the presence of the Lord. Amen? Get in his presence. But it's uh, over in Ephesians chapter 2, you know these scriptures 1 through 10. And he and you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit of who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom we also once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as others. But listen, this is what the devil wants. This is the way your life will go without the presence of God, without... A prosperous soul, Amen. This is the way to go. But here's what it says: goes on to say. But God, Hallelujah, who is rich in mercy, because of His great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up together, and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come He may show the exceeding Riches of his grace and his kindness towards us. For by grace you have been saved by through faith and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God that of, not of works lest anyone should boast. Now listen to this. For we are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus for good works. Which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. There's good works he prepared for us. If you have a prosperous soul, my friends, you'll begin to walk in them. Don't think about yourself. Think about what God says about you. Think about what you have, he has for you to do. Amen? Trust in the Lord that he can turn situations and things around. Listen, all throughout the Bible, you know this, throughout the Bible, there are many stories of where God has turned adverse things around. I think of people like um, uh, Joseph. How I many of you know he was sold into slavery, basically, and yet he ended up blessing his, all of his people? Isn't that right i mean there's time and again he showed where people have gotten themselves in trouble and yet god turned the situation around so don't trust in god to turn your situation around maybe you don't have finances they maybe you don't have uh, uh your relationships aren't what they need to be maybe maybe there's problems other problems in your life trust god to turn that around amen now just quickly here before i get off when going to review a little bit uh, true value and true wealth comes through a prosperous soul Number one, value what God values. That's, we talked about it. Get over to value what he values. Read in the word. tell He tells you what he values. Trust, trust the Lord. Do not worry. Go over and read Philippians 4. You'll find out. Don't be anxious for nothing, Paul said. Uh, number three, trust God's ability to turn things around. Don't give up. Never give up. Your your soul will prosper as you're meditating on the things of God, so you won't give up. How many of you know a lot of people want to give up, just run from everything? Can't run from the problem. You've got to run to it and say, no, my God is bigger than this problem. Amen? Number four, keep your focus on what God says. What's he say? What's his word say? Focus on that and not on what's going on in your life. Your soul will become prosperous when you do that. Let this mind be in me. It was also in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let my mind be a state upon the Lord. State upon the Lord because he is the savior of our soul. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, let's just pray before I get off here. If you, if, if you have any needs tonight, know this, it's not bigger than what the Lord's already provided for. So we thank you, Lord, for the night. We thank you for all those that are tuned in tonight. May their lives be well. May their, their souls be prosperous. May they be in health. May they be successful in all that they do as they push hard and follow hard after you. That's, that's your desire. Let us be hungry for the things of God. And when we are, he blesses us with all good things. So we thank you for everyone in the sound of my voice tonight. If they need healing, be healed in Jesus' name. If they need deliverance, <laughs> we know that you're still doing that too. We thank you for everything said and done and thank you for your glory all for your glory, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, be blessed. It's good to be with you again tonight. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.